Welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Influencers Talk, hosted by yours truly, Nalman Taj. And today I have another guest set up and ready to speak. His name is Yonel Aposwa. He is in film, am I correct? Yeah, currently Yeah, so Yonel uh, Aposwa, uh, hail from the EC, I guess, from East London. Uh, yeah, I'm currently in film. That's my main form of content creating uh, right now. But I've done a lot of stuff, yeah. Oh, okay. And tell us about, like, what is it that you, like, with, in terms of the content creation and the film aspect, have you been now creating your own production company or are you still outsourcing that or are you necessarily leading and shepherding a group of creatives and going forward? Tell us what is the process because um, if I'm correct, like, with your content creation, you're necessarily doing it so that you can create documentaries and film documentaries please tell us about like what the process is for that what goes into that and how like what knowledge you have to share with the rest of the world yeah so um what this is it's actually kind of like a a sub department um in a business i'm starting with uh some people i know and we so that's an agricultural business where you know, currently we are farming moringa, but eventually you want to build up to medical marijuana and stuff. But anywho's, what the business actually focuses on is rural development and and uh, using rural skills and other things, just showing that off and giving platforms to that. So we we want to give back on certain aspects and and do certain things in the community. Um, so. One of that is some of our content creation. So for me, um, I want to set a platform for people in the rural areas and wherever to have their own voice projected um, through film that's and dope. things like that. Yeah, so that's the ultimate goal. And so for that right now, I'm, I'm just giving more light to what's going on in the rurals, what's going on in not just that, but like more of a sharing different things that people may have not thought about from there. Um, so the one docky I'm really keen on starting up is basically a documentary on the coastal Kosa people. Um, they're Transkai. Um, yeah. And they, their knowledge in, their maritime knowledge, so the sea knowledge and things like that. Um, and where that came from is when I was younger, I was helping my sister who was studying marine biology. She was doing a honours or something. <clears throat> in some muscle thing and she was doing that on the coast of um Edwesa. it's a uh national park type thing oh word so she was taking uh, lots of you know data things from there but the, the driver who actually took her from school so this was the Riwusu was um a guy from the Ilalip there uh Lali is another word for rural I guess area yes for our global community please understand that sometimes we'll use colloquialisms which pertain to South Africa and the Southern African region but continue yeah so Elal is a homestead or back in the village or whatever so anyways he's from the village there and he had so much knowledge he was guiding us through so much showing that such deep knowledge and intricate knowledge of this thing he's here helping my sisters do her honors and masters um and giving her 
knowledge on some of the things, just what they figured out from their fishing expeditions, from being in the coast there and things like that, you know? And that's not something I think everyone knows in the EC or whatever, who knows our, our people's maritime knowledge that's been going on there on, the, on our East Coast in South Africa. Um, so that can be places like, um, I'll speak of smaller places like Ports and Johns, um, um, Willow Vale, I mean, not Kajan, yeah, Willow Vale, that's a place on the coast, um, that's like near Dukwa and them. So there's a big coast there where people are still, um, you know, the coastal people are still coastal of the past and yeah. still in tune of their things. But also there's a deep knowledge from there of knowledge they've built up and, and, and developed from just being, you know. Um, and I guess that stuff's not shared enough. Like, I, I was very frustrated that this driver couldn't use his his intellect and his his, his knowledge um <clears throat> monetary wise or my sister couldn't quote him in, 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 in her her master's thing. You can't reference this guy and his knowledge because here in South Africa we're not gonna be like, you know, that one fish fisherman who I got on the coast there or whatever. Whereas in <clears throat> let's say in Japan if someone's doing, um, you know, the swordsman or whatever, I forgot blacksmith. Yeah, blacksmith. You know, there's an intricate knowledge. We we as we give value to that thing um, because we like you know you you you've been honing in this knowledge for so long and yada yada. There's a there's a value to that intellectual property. And here, this guy who has great knowledge also developed from being there in that context um, can't do that. Can't can't make money from it. Can't be. Uh, not even respected for it, but just given his props and his exactly. dues. No, exactly. No, and you know what's funny about that? Like that makes me think about how we, as a world, now have moved into such a academic setting, whereby for you to be validated as qualified in what you're doing, you have to either have peer-to-peer -peer assessment. There's so many review systems, and like you're saying, someone's knowledge and what they've learned and their skills can't be utilized in the way how it should. Like you said, for example, with, with the example of the blacksmiths, like mm. that is a particular industry. Not everyone, we might understand the science behind mm. it, but we actually don't know how to put it into practice. It's mm. what, something that is always discussed, like, you know, never call any form of labor, labor unskilled labor because yeah. Yeah. a CEO doesn't know what it takes to lay a build, like lay bricks for buildings. So, you know, the key grip in a in a film setting is almost as important as the director mm. because without that process and um, input, then certain aspects and elements will lack and mm. whatnot, whatnot. And with the whole notion which you put forth about documenting the rural side, you know, one question came to mind is like how have you been able to merge um, the aspects of film and the rural um, development or rural development? Because mm. now the issue is with documenting it, it sometimes has a narrative of it seeming to create a context of othering mm. the rural mm. um, lifestyle or it isn't glamorized if it isn't in the traditional western 
um, civilization mm-hmm. um, articulation of that rural mm-hmm. area. So, like, tell us, like, what are the challenges or, like, the things that you see popping up in terms of being able to mix what you know of the corporate world, this uh, Western-driven world, and then having to take that and utilize it for you to form the rule. Yeah, I mean, what, you, what you're touching on is an aspect of our... Um, a big aspect of this thing and why I wanted to share this thing. It's, it's very tied in with decolonialization and... Um, decolonizing a lot of just uh, how we see certain things. So this guy's knowledge wasn't valued um, because he doesn't have a degree or whatever. But meantime, he's been, you know, in the trenches of that um, knowledge gaining and things like that for how long? This guy knows more than some other people who got these degrees or whatever, whatever. And giving value to that because in Western, by the Western standards, he doesn't meet that value. Um, thing now, so I can't quote him in my in my master's book or whatever, you know. Um, so, uh, yeah, like you're saying, it's been traversing all these different aspects of of life and merging them together, you know, um, mixing the corporate and the other skills I have from other things, the my English and 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 still my Kosa and whatever, whatever, and documenting from there so i mean how i mixed it right now in the a good example with my business thing like um we actually building up we are building up our farm into eventually going into medical marijuana so that's what we our goal is our next like maybe three to five year goal is to uh, have the license and and all that stuff yeah so now what's been interesting going through that journey is um, why we chose actually marijuana is because it's already something that people in the rurals are cultivating and yeah, uh, uh, so cultivating it and um, have great skills and knowledge in there. Um, so it's a crop that we can gain lots of knowledge from people from there and also help with people's development so allow them a platform to, 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 to um, use their skills and knowledge uh, while using that for business things and, and, and getting money or whatever and pouring that back. Um, so the skills you see in in a lot of rural places in EC, um, up the coast there, uh, stretching up towards um, KZN, Pondoland. Yeah. Uh, um, there's a lot of, if I don't want to say esoteric knowledge, but like... Um, there's a great deep skill there and um, knowledge skill set that that brings different elements into um, you know just something like cannabis. So if uh, there's a strain called Durban poison or something, and that actually comes from Durban, there that's a land race that happened from there that people have been cultivating for many years, and now it's got and now the sciences are are studying more of that and doing certain. Uh, uh, well, continuing those generics, yada yada, but where it started from was there in those rural uh, places and the, uh, by that coast, you know? Yeah. So it's about now, because a bunch of people and all that were ostracized and not much has really been done to change and bring the rural aspects 
or, or bring development to the rural thing, that marriage of, of coming to the now and the money thing hasn't been put together. So we want to eventually build up to allowing people to participate in certain um, markets, economies or whatever through their own skill set that they've developed uh, from where they're living and giving value to that and, and paying the value for that. No, that's, that, that, that's really dope. You know, like I, I like the fact that you're willing to actually like shed light on aspects of the world and day-to-day life that is often neglected. We don't, uh, living in South Africa and it being a third world country and having the highest unemployment rate, we, we sometimes tend to look at our rural areas and rural development as something that is backwards mm-hmm. as opposed to now what you're doing with the film along with um, everything that you're doing um, agriculturally, mm-hmm. you're now highlighting that, no, it, rural doesn't necessarily mean lacking in quality and in essence. Exactly. It is, it is the same as Joe Smith going to open up a store and doing that and getting a team of researchers. Yeah. But in, uh, I wouldn't say, I'd say in a less um, corporate setting. Yeah. I mean, look, and then that's why we, that's why the content creation is so vital for us because I, I, I'm a strong believer in archiving um, a lot of people's voices here in South Africa. There's a, another archive project um, I should shout out later. I need to find those details again. Um, that this other goal is starting um, to archive a lot of our um, film and other things like that, our local arts. Um, and those arts, it's about showing everyone's voice and also showing that, like you're saying, it's, a, it's, a, it's another shade, you know. It's not um, just because this was done here in the city of Cape Town doesn't mean... Um, that's so different from someone who may have figured out another way to do it in the rurals. And that's and we want to highlight and bring... I mean, art is a great way to communicate something. Yeah. And lots of people can can get involved in that and make you think. And that's why the, the, the content creation and the showing through art is important because now people are actually thinking, you know what, you know, all I know about the rurals is like rural and maybe some stuff you did in geography in, in primary school, you know? But now you get into aspects there and some, li- and some aspects of life and just what people are doing there and you start seeing just how smart the, the knowledge is from there and something else, you know, and, and amongst other things. Like, we play Uno and we play Crazy Eights, ne? Yeah. Very similar games or whatever. Like, Crazy Eights will say, we call... Um, the black version or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, no, I would like it's funny because I've actually seen the crazy eight game online yeah. or like people discussing it. I'm yeah. always like, hmm, is like you said, is that like you said, it's a black version, but it like it was always brought to us as like, oh, we're taking the rules of Uno, which is something that yeah. is I don't know how much Uno costs and yeah. what that is, but. Now you can go buy your own deck of cards mm. and you can play Uno the exact same way, but you don't actually have to be contributing towards that company, but you can still have the enjoyment and the pleasure. And that's funny because if you look at that juxtaposition with what you're doing 
it's it's very very similar in the sense that something the the quality of the experience and also the content and also what is being done is now being highlighted and looked at more so than who's doing it exactly i mean um you share great points i mean you literally putting what's one of like the core pillars and stuff um of the way we operate which is to maximize what you can get with the resources you have and no group of people have to do that more than the um impoverished and poor or from the rules or whatever um just a game like Crazy Eight is a deck of cards and with that deck of cards I can play Crazy Eight, I can play another game called Top Ten or whatever. The quality of enjoyment's still there and things like that, but now I've adapted a deck of cards that costs depending where you're at, fifty bucks less. Um, into many games we can enjoy at home now when SCOM has load shading or Ganye, when we don't have we just have um lights on and uh, not lights, I'm a candle and the candles yeah. and um, we still want to vibe before we go to bed or whatever. I mean, there's lots of different things you learn uh, in the in the rural settings yeah. and what you need to get out of what you have and things like that. So show, and, and to do something like that takes actually quite a level of intelligence. It's quite involved to, to maximize the most out of a resource. It's not easy. We, I mean, me and you know, just from uh, building our own selves and, and own things, we have to do the best with what we have. And you've got to milk like every drop you can from that thing. Um, those are people who've been doing that for gang long. And there's, yeah, so there's, it's, it's, there's smart speed behind that. And sometimes that gets devalued or it actually gets devalued a lot because of our history as South Africa and yada yada and and that there hasn't been change regards that there hasn't been a focus to bring that uh, value and show the value or the intellect or or whatever term that fits uh, people's uh, western thingies or whatever or however people approach something yeah no and you know I like the fact that you're speaking about that because that's something that I've always thought about is like the I would to put it in layman's terms <clears throat> the conversion of an idea because that's that's what we hate that's what we are as creatives all we are is just think tanks for ideas but now it's being able to articulate that idea in a fashion whereby people are able to understand what's being articulated and are able to receive it and be able to uh, digest that information and you know like being able to bring and shed light on aspects that are very very foreign to even our own um, day-to-day living because I mean here in Cape Town the rural community is mostly um, wine farmers and apple farmers who are feeding major industries um, very seldom do you see any subsistence farming. So now it's it's great that you're actually able to take the beauty or the certain, uh, I wouldn't even say beauty, but the 
systematic um, the systematic uh, articulations of the Western world and how we want to perceive things and then you being able to take ideas from the rural homestead and what has been taught for generations or at least has been discovered through manual labor because what I've come to find is, you know, sometimes experience speaks a lot more than actual accomplishments, you know? And with that being said, like, I always, like, what is the hardest part for you to be able to merge um, ideas of the city, ideas of, and like how you said, art is being able to tell a story. How are you able to take those aspects and break them down necessarily and like who you are? Because like you said, I mean, you're from EC, Eastern Cape. There's a lot of farming there and now obviously film and create and the creative um, or the content creation side is something that you've learned through business and through um, engaging with corporate world or these um, Western settings and now merging the two. What has been the biggest challenge for you, should I say? I mean, so, so just to go back to the, um, <clears throat> sorry, uh, the merging of stuff before that. And I mean, you bounce around um, an idea, I mean, I, I guess I was speaking about it earlier with like the Japanese katana or whatever, um, or maybe like I think I think it's sobu noodles or whatever. Yeah. Um, uh, Japan is just I like using the Japanese example, but I'll bring it back here because it's it's so easy to understand, um, and I'll say why now. But I mean, just like you said, now the rural side here of Cape Town is the wine lens and all that and if you look at that rural versus the rural we have back in EC and the value we've given to um, you know the grape from here um, and and uh, what they what people in that setting have been able to do with that grape and make so much you know money out of that thing it's like why isn't there a value process like that of some skills and knowledge that we have from the EC um and why aren't people from the rurals or any other type of uh, background like that given a platform to be able to make their own money from their own skills and things like that? And, and that's tied to um, inter- intellectualizing what you're doing. Um, once you can uh, speak English on what you're doing and you can intellectualize it and that maybe I need to pretty much paint it white almost I like, you know what I'm saying I, I like saying it like that like make it make it be understood by the white man that's in Norway like France, not even yeah it, and it's South but, Africa you know like and it's but it's a thinking that's ingrained in so many other people where like you say like um, and you're right by saying um, the white way or whatever like there are some white ways of doing something and it'll be now given more value because it was done white or this way um, one <clears throat> one easy place you can see that is I do a lot of things in the green space and uh, renewable stuff um, and sustainable projects and such so if you look there um, in terms of uh, recycling or whatever um, 
people making let's say there's the, I think there's this company that makes uh, bamboo like utensils or whatever which was something that was being done by local people from other areas or whatever but now the, the white person came there intellectualized it made a uh, money model from it yada yada and now they can sell and make money you know but that's a skill that we've been doing for ages or maybe um something else like that has a science to it or whatever that could have uh, been developed in uh, other places let's say with our history um isangom or something right or uh old witch doctors that don't know the differences again whatever there's like a difference in the labeling yeah but anywho's people who were using these medicinal herbs or whatever back in the day and treating people they learned and had to pick plants and and put things together and yada yada that's a science to that and um were helping to heal people and now you get um universities or whatever who go and study that thing and then they are intellectualizing that and put it on paper and you can you can be published or whatever and all you're doing is taking from these people who are doing that for a while already so that's why i the the film aspect for me is so important and to bring light back onto what people are doing already and showing off their skills so what i do it's basically i'm like the intermediary where i then intellectualize this for you i can word it for this lens or whatever that must be put through or at least i can fight and say why it should be seen this way and why there's value to this in this certain way or whatever um and translate that and i guess that also comes from the business background you always have to be able to back the value of that your thing why there's value here yada 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 and know how to price that and sell it or whatever so um the eventual goal yeah is to just give um uh people in those areas to is to develop markets and to show the value and skill that you get there not to be exploited but rather for these people to uh be able to have a market to participate in and and use their skills and you know what they do because I'm, and 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 succeed and make money because i mean just if you think about it let's say uh yeah studying at UCT i've had some people i've had to help who come from sorry the rules or township and you now take it from your setting and you put in the setting now of this um high paced school that's like you should be able to use a computer uh, like like and that's your like a basic requirement and you've never seen a computer you've taken out of that setting and now you're made to survive and thrive in this setting and you're forced to adapt in that and if you're not able to then you can't succeed and that can be just on something like if i don't speak english well or whatever if i struggle with english i'm already at a disadvantage so it's difficult to come to this space now whereas if you develop markets and and allow development in those other areas where people can build up their own markets build up their own um skills but not skills um settings where they can use their own skills and show value behind that then you get more people succeeding you know yeah. more people and so diversifying and investing in in things like that and building up as much as people think it's just a uh, I mean like for example South Africa quotas and stuff. I uh, think it's a quota project. No, it's actually leading to more success and can lead to so many different opportunities in the future we can't even think about now. 
like, damn, that's actually amazing. Like, I never really thought about looking at things from that perspective and, like, how you're able to deduce what you need to do, creatively speaking, and give these people a platform and a setting so that they can themselves also maximize. Like it's like we spoke about milking each and every single drop. And with that being said, um, last question, because I always believe as creatives, we have a responsibility. Mm. And whether you like it or not, an obligation to teach. So if you had to meet a younger version of yourself or a creative who wants to film and document things in the rural areas and also has um, knowledge about art, music, fashion, culture and is in a city setting or is still in the rural setting but mm. has uh, understands the ideologies of the city life, mm. what would be the best advice you'd give a young creative who is lacking, or not lacking the resources, but the ideation is there, it's now time for the execution. What would be your goal, if, like I said, speaking yeah. to a younger version of yourself? Um, I mean, one of the first things you just talked about it is it's, it's about execution. Um, I think there's a line from the Big Les show or something where someone's talking about actualizing his dream or something and he's like okay how am I supposed to do that and he's like um, something like what we do every day or every morning and that's open our eyes so the first thing you gotta do is stop dreaming now and start doing you know ideating we like to get stuck there because we want something perfect and you can't jump to that yeah? um, do what you can with what you have right now and that's even if it's just building up your skill or, or or whatever else, you know. That could just be you developing your skill, your art style and whatever. And that could be working with what you have. Um, for example, a lot of this documenting I'll be doing, I'm trying to limit it to being done on a cell phone, right? So it'll be a lot of just cell phone documenting because eventually I want to open that up to people in the rules. Um, film can be very... Um, the film industry is very rough, let's say, and if you don't have money, you're not gonna. You, it's not easy to climb or get into. Yeah. Uh, the barriers are mad. Yeah. Um, so we're trying to drop those barriers and things like that, and hopefully have renting systems for cheaper things like um, using cell phones, so that you have less equipment to use, um, and things are cheaper. So now you can go share your voice and and create your own things. Um, where you can so we want to give people the opportunity to do when 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 like I said earlier executing is the most uh, important part so when you decide to do that you should be able to do that and there should be a platform to help you do that um, and we need to set that you know I feel um, I mean responsibility and things like that are very uh, they are a lot there's a lot going on behind there and stuff like that but just me personally I feel like um, if I can why not you know because I don't want the struggle I had to go through and will have to continue going through to happen for the younger gen or, or other people just because I, I, I was able to overcome doesn't mean that should be a battle you should have to overcome later 
So yeah. to leave a platform for others to be able to speak and to 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 use their voices and 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 do things like that. That's what I'm trying to lay. But once that platform's there, I really want people to try push themselves to do that, and that means starting with what you can and just doing it where you can. A lot of, for example, YouTube. YouTube's opened up what you can do and make, and lots of people have started with just a phone and a mic, you know? Yeah. And then built that stuff up to other levels. You started with your beats and your rapping at and first level. You didn't get to the end straight away. Yeah. And too many people want to go to the great quality product, but you could be practicing and doing and refining and getting better by breaking it down and just doing something in the meantime. Yeah. That, yeah, that's very true. I mean, that's what I found in my art. Like, it's better to do than to think. And mm-hmm. like you said, open your eyes and let it actually happen. And, you know, don't actually limit yourself and what limitations you have. Don't let those hold you back from actually making something that is important because the execution is touch and go in terms of how it will be interpreted. You know, that's one thing we always overlook. And I feel as a society, we need to show people that, look, uh, being creative and executing the job and it being able to translate in a corporate setting, those, those facets can happen with just the right um, application and knowing exactly what your vision is. Like, While doing you, hey, just to add to that, like... And that's what I'm trying to do is show that there can be value um, given or, or, or labeled to skills you already have or facets of yourself you already are. You just know how to market it, have to know how to market it or speak it or whatever, I guess. But you can stick to your guns and stick to you and just learn how to adapt certain things or speak certain ways or whatever. Um, however you have to translate that thing and and then you can start building you know yourself while still being you and, and having those spaces to create uh, as yourself or whatever I think we have so many platforms to do that right now that you are able to, to, to keep still doing you, you don't have to conform you don't have to change, you don't have to assimilate in order to to, to to get you yourself up or whatever and project your um, voice or whatever. You don't have to change it to the way people think you should have to change it and stuff like that. You can do you and and still make quality and still sort of make it work. So you got to back yourself. you got to put in the practice. you got to uh, push that quality and things like that. Um, yeah, if you want to uh, move in those spaces and things like that. But the key thing is doing and also backing yourself you know thank you so much for that guys ladies and gentlemen that is our time for the show i am your host norman Taj, and here with me is yonela poso a videographer content creator um yeah agriculturalist a man of many talents and that's what we're trying to bring is just more content and more um, vision so that other creatives can also see that they are able to develop themselves and Yonela I'd like to thank you for your time here on the Influencer Talk mm-hmm. it's been a pleasure having you this has been a rigorous debate or rigorous conversation with 
a lot of value and a lot of things that we can unpack and we can take for ourselves and also the listeners will be able to take and put into practice in their own lives. Mm. No, thanks for having me. And if um, anyone wants to, uh, you know, uh, has ideas on helping us out or anything else, knows how to link us, he, uh, networking, always got a network and things like that. So yes, sir. you can just check me out on LinkedIn or like or my Insta uh, at Pozo Yonela. And yeah. Don't worry, folks. All those details will be added to the Instagram page so that you know where to find Yonela Poso. This is your boy, Nalman Taj, Influencers Talk. SA signing out. Shout out to our sponsors at Iconic Black. Over and out.